0: Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. This is going to be a very special episode because this week we are actually on a special excursion to the wonderful city of Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, hopefully we don't die because we're visiting the scariest motel in America.
0: That is going to be number one on... the clown motel. Your list of things to terrify <laughs> me on the trip because we're not going to be scared of all the money we're winning, right, baby?
1: Oh, I hope so.
0: Don't speak this evil into my life. (laughs) Say the words, we're going to win all the money.
1: We've already won all the money. I'm naming it and claiming it.
0: Oh, yes, this is being recorded as we're getting ready to make the trip. So since we're not going to be in town, we thought we would go ahead and release a special bonus episode this week from our Patreon series so that you guys could have something to listen to while we're off hopefully not being murdered by clowns. But when we come back, we're hopefully going to have a whole bunch of good information, like Crystal said, to go towards our next episode. We're going to do some videos. We're also going to do some audio there and, and hopefully maybe even interview some people at this wonderful little retreat.
1: And hopefully, we'll have some money to pay for all the stuff you keep buying for the podcast.
0: There is no hopefully. I've already told you, by the time people hear this, we're going to be so rich, there won't even be a podcast anymore. Yeah, we'll just
1: leave it to Layla and Coffee to take over.
0: I'm buying Spotify. It's happening. I'm buying <laughs> Spotify, and I'll have $50 left over in my pocket.
1: Well, it's probably a good investment.
0: Indeed. So please enjoy this week's bonus episode and we'll be back with you next week with a new full episode as per our normal release schedule. Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. This is going to be episode number Florida.
1: Patreon episode number Florida.
0: Cryptids from A to Z. And this time we're finally getting a little closer to home and we'll be talking about the state of Florida. Last week we talked about Delaware, the first state.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: Well, it happened.
1: I know earlier today when I was looking up Florida, I was like, did we do Delaware? Because I knew that came right before it. But Of
0: course we did. This says we did. We had a whole talk about state capitals and such, and I didn't oh, know yeah, a thing yeah. about any sure of them. I'm sure you know
1: the capital. Tallahassee.
0: Yeah. We discussed that on yeah. the previous I episode. I sure you
1: know this one.
0: Yeah. But what's the capital of Idaho? Don't put me. Boise. Oh, I picked an easy one. <laughs> what's the capital of Rhode Island? Providence. I'm just going to go with, it. okay, because it I don't know. Yeah, sure, fact checker. Get her on I this one. I promise it is. So the cryptids we're going to be covering tonight come from that sunshine state. I'm assuming that all of these cryptids come from ancient Norse mythology. Basically. Okay, good. Awesome. So maybe we'll do this one a little different than previous episodes. Would you like to talk about one of the cryptids, Crystal?
1: Okay, I'll do the first one. And it is the muck monster.
0: This sounds like one you would like.
1: No, it's, it's dirty.
0: It's dirty. You no, don't like it's, dirty it's things it's and yet you keep coffee in the house.
1: Unfortunately. Florida may be the sunshine state, but it's full of things that will kill you like alligators and snakes. And it also has some elusive cryptids you may spot if you have a keen eye.
0: I saw something somewhere in some of the research I did that said that Florida is basically the Australia of America as far yeah, as creatures everything go. Everything wants to kill you. They're all big, and they're all deadly, mm-hmm. including the mosquitoes.
1: If you find yourself in Palm Beach, Florida, there's a lagoon that is said to be the home of a cryptid they call the muck monster. In 2009, two men who were keepers at the lagoon were attempting to remove what they assumed was a log from Lake Worth Lagoon. <laughs> when they got within 10 feet of this log, it suddenly took off. They were unable to track it down, and nothing ever broke the surface, such as a dolphin or a shark would. They captured some footage of an encounter with the muck monster, and you can check it out on YouTube.
0: I might try to put like one of those things on the screen that is a link to the video.
1: It just looks like something swimming under the water, creating ripples, but you can't tell what it
0: is. Well, I mean, first off, I haven't yet watched the video, but I can say with absolute certainty, it's definitely a muck monster. It is. Because, first of all, it's on YouTube. So mm-hmm. that's it's, credibility it's right there. credibility right there. And, it, and I'm assuming it has at least 10 to 20 views. Oh, of course. So then you know it's entirely credible. And uh, hopefully after I watch it, I'll feel the same way.
1: Word quickly spread about this monster. And people came from all over trying to catch a glimpse of this elusive creature.
0: You know the only thing I'm thinking of right now? Mm-hmm. I bet you don't. Do you remember the Andy Griffith shows, made for TV movie, Return to Mayberry?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Ernest T. Bass? Was a was a monster like a lake monster? He dressed up in a costume and he was in the lake. I remember that. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. And you act like you like Andy Griffith. I do,
1: but I don't think I've seen that more than once.
0: Well, we're watching it again. It was not a very good movie, but we'll watch it again.
1: David Letterman and the History Channel featured the story, and the town rolled with it, creating a muck monster sensation. It essentially became a mascot for the town and was quite lucrative, bringing in tourists who wanted to see this monster for themselves. City Commissioner William Moss secured funding for a telescope installation <laughs> where the footage was captured for tourists to search for the monster. They went all a out. A
0: telescope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were able to raise $300 hey, for this telescope. That's
1: more than they got for tuberculosis. Jesus.
0: That, that is. Mm-hmm. And what was it they needed? $4 million? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a lot more reasonable. Mm-hmm.
1: A local tiki bar even serves a drink special, aptly called the Muck Monster Special.
0: You know it's probably got, you know, that Kahlua stuff. It has to. to. It's like, you know it does.
1: The Muck Monster was named an official citizen of Palm Beach by Mayor Lois Frankel.
0: So, Crystal, you did a lot of research on this particular week's (laughs) episode of The Cryptids, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm assuming that you got very intimately familiar With the myth, the legend, the muck monster. Mm -hmm. How does it make you feel to think there's a creature out there that is not only a monster, but it's obviously going to be tracking dirt and mud everywhere?
1: I don't like it. And I'm glad I haven't ever seen it.
0: How does it make you feel to think that such a thing could exist? I don't like it. And what if it showed up and maybe went into... One of the properties on our island that you are in every once in a while. How do you think that would make you feel? And let me ask you this. Do you think this monster may actually be vacationing on this island sometimes?
1: Maybe. I've seen some evidence of muck.
0: So you're saying on your scale of maybe it's real, maybe it's not. How likely do you think a muck monster is to exist?
1: I think it's definitely real.
0: Featuring on David Letterman. Mm Mm-hmm. They History s- Channel. They spent you know upwards of three hundred dollars on a telescope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's got his own citizenship status mm-hmm. in the state of Florida
1: and his own drink. If his you have a drink, drink name after you, then you are legit.
0: So he'd fit right in in the Savannah, Tybee, Chatham County region, right? Exactly. Okay. Well, that makes total sense to me. So that's going to bring us up to our second cryptid of the night, and this one is known as the Saint Johns River Monster, and. If you're a little bit more intimately familiar with him, as we are, (laughs) obviously, uh, he would be known as Johnny to the locals in Jacksonville, Florida. And for those of you who may not know the geography of where we are as far as the Savannah region, Jacksonville's in Florida, but it's only like a two-hour drive from here, right?
1: Mm, Two and a half to three.
0: So it's basically... Depends on which
1: one of us is driving. It's
0: basically next door. Is what yeah, I'm saying.
1: If you're driving, it's three hours. Yeah,
0: yeah. If I'm driving, it's three hours. If she's driving, she's there in fifteen to twenty minutes. <laughs> and uh, you know, we've been to Jacksonville several times because our daughter used to play roller derby, and that's apparently a big thing in Jacksonville. Don't know if it still is, but it was. She
1: also just likes to go there for some reason. I like it because they have an IKEA.
0: We do like IKEA. There used to be one where we lived in North Charlotte. Carolina, Charlotte, but there isn't one around mm-hmm. here. And the Jacksonville closest is the closest. One
1: is Jacksonville, and then I think
0: there's one in Atlanta. So back to Johnny. And I really just had to write this one so I could say, here's Johnny. <laughs> he is a serpent-like creature that gives off Loch Ness monster vibes. And there is a meticulously drawn, high-quality piece of artwork from a live eyewitness <laughs> that saw this creature that I'm going to post on the screen right now <laughs> so that you know in intimate detail, just like we do, exactly how to spot this monster if you see it for yourself. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. And there Very it is. lifelike. There it is. Very lifelike.
0: Reports of this creature date all the way back to 1849 when a newspaper article reported the story of a Captain Adams encountering this beast. According to the article, the monster lifted its head, which was like that of a snake, several times out of the water and at such times displayed the most of his body, exhibiting a pair of frightful fins several feet in length. Adams judged the Leviathan to be about 90 feet in length, which is just shy of tuberculosis Jesus. Mm -hmm. Its neck tapered from the head of the body and appeared to be about seven feet across the widest part of the back. The color of the creature was a dirty brown. (laughs) In other words, he probably inspired the similar drink to the muck monster Based on his coloration.
1: Some sort of dirty martini-esque drink?
0: It probably got some chocolate in there.
1: The dirty Johnny.
0: The dirty Johnny. <laughs> throwing olive in, some blue cheese, chocolate, a couple of chocolate chips, some dry vermouth, and your choice of gin because you don't make martinis with vodka. Mm-mm. In October of 1953, the Orlando Sentinel reported, That old St. John's River monster may be an ugly, terrifying creature. But he's worth at least five thousand dollars to one man. And that in today's money is fifty thousand mm-hmm, dollars. That's a lot. That one man, Owen Godwin, was the owner of Godwin's Snake Village in Kissimmee, Florida. <laughs>
1: Reminds me of a song. Snake Farm.
0: Oh, please don't say <laughs> that. That's there we would do open mics here and somebody would play that song every time. And I don't know why. It's not necessarily that it's an awful song, something about it. It's like, if you ever go to a bar where there's live music playing and you're not a musician, and if you are a musician, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. But there are certain songs that if you go up and ask a musician to play, it's going to make them cry. Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally was going to be in my top three. Uh, That song, nobody wants to play. Snake Farm. Snake Farm is not in most people's top three, but it's in my top three. Yeah don't like it.
1: What's the one that Ray, uh, Roy does about uh Oh, she went back. To, <laughs> I can't say that one.
0: I remind you this is a family. I know, I just remember the name of it. broadcast. Maybe. Yeah. We'll never mention it again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a good song though.
0: <laughs> so, Owen had promised to pay 5 grand for the living monster or $1,000 for the slain beast, but he put a condition on the reward. He required that the monster must be at least 30 feet long and have a horn like a narwhal. (laughs) Because why not? Exactly. I'm pretty sure no one ever claimed the reward. They didn't. But it's probably because you had a handful of people coming in at 29 and three quarter inches. Exactly. That's what I was wondering.
1: Like, is he just going to cut it off exactly at 30 feet?
0: And it probably had two horns and not one. Because I know a narwhal has one horn. So they're like, well, this is disqualified. I don't even want to see it. Mm -hmm. And they just toss it right back out. Right back in the ocean. Homer J. Wright, who was president of the Astor Florida Chamber of Commerce, told the Sentinel in 1954 that an unnamed wildlife officer who didn't happen to have his camera with him at the time They
1: never do. They
0: never do, had recently seen the river monster. Wright said he wouldn't be surprised at all if in the wilds of Florida there weren't some creature like that monster. In 1975, Wallace McLean and Eddie St. John were out on their boat fishing with some friends when, according to the Florida Times-Union, And the Tampa Tribune, Brenda Langley, one of the two women on board, suddenly stood, pointed, and gasped. Can you give me a gasp? (gasps) That was really good. (laughs) McLean said the monster's head rose from the water like a periscope, then stared at him for a minute and a half.
1: So you just, that's a long time to just stare.
0: With no camera.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) No camera. Well, it was 1975. Not everybody just carried around. The camera. They should have
0: Polaroid. Right. Should have had something. The monster was the color of boiled shrimp, mm-hmm. said McLean. And Very specific. Yeah. It's like, it's weird that that's how you would describe the color. Well, I was
1: a fisherman, so maybe.
0: That well, would not make sense. And maybe it looks like a big shrimp. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is a big shrimp. <laughs> maybe. And if it wasn't pink, then I'm not sitting here talking to you.
1: That's what he said.
0: So basically, he's uh, doubling down on the yeah. coloration here. Yeah, and he is
1: adamant. That he's the pink. kind
0: of guy that realizes there are three to four different colors of the color white <laughs> when you're painting a room. There isn't just white. You got white. You got eggshell. You got. Uh, it, I didn't ever heard of that one. There's got to <laughs> be a fourth one. Give me a fourth white for our room. Um, off white. Off white. Thank you for your in-depth analysis of paint colors and interior design. And it's just
1: like, you only know like four different colors. Like we're we'll playing a game and there's clearly a light purple and you that keep it calling pink. it light pink.
0: It is and pink. it is
1: not pink at it all. It is definitely pink. There's dark purple and light purple. There is no pink in this game.
0: Why well, I we say light and dark? Because in your mind, it's a light and a dark. It wouldn't it's wouldn't make it's any purple, it's difference.
1: Pink. It is not. Okay. It's purple. We are going it's to pink. put a picture of those two tiles on the screen. And I want people to tell us. What color Maybe I'll do a
0: Twitter see. poll yes, and be please, like, what people. colors are these? Yes, tell And, us I'll, your and I'll give them Don't two give them options. options. No, I'll give them two options. I won't give any, I'll give an option to say uh, light purple, dark purple, or purple and pink. And then they can decide between it the two. It is not pink. It's definitely pink. When Langley was asked what the monster looked like, she said, like pictures of dragons. Oh, wow. And that's exactly probably how she she said said it. it. I'm definitely taking some artistic license here. She wasn't a
1: Savannian.
0: Oh, okay. Like pictures
1: and dragons. (laughs) That's the Jacksonville ladies.
0: (laughs) Earl Boylston and H.L. Walters reported that they saw Johnny several times in the early 1960s. First time I saw about 15 years ago, Walters said. I thought, God, what a snake. It must be 30 feet long. The next time they saw it, Walters said it was close enough that I could spit in his eye. I thought, well, I'll be damned. There's my snake. <laughs> Yeehaw! He didn't actually say that, but I'm just assuming that was refer- uh, inferred.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: Walters believes it has to be a line of otters or eels. He said... This was the South, and this was Florida. And if a sea monster had truly called the St. John's River home, some redneck would have shot and killed it a long time ago. And that is true.
1: That is true.
0: But Baumgartner was convinced the beast he had seen was no manatee, no eel, no line of otters, and was quoted as saying, I've never seen anything like it, not even on Jakku style. <laughs> They might call me a dummy, but I know what I sing. (laughs) End quote. (laughs) End quote. So, you want to take a trip down to Jacksonville and see if we can find a river monster?
1: Only if he's shopping at Ikea.
0: I figured there would be a caveat included there. It's like, I don't care what we do as long as we go to Ikea, which... He may be that Which I would enjoy myself mm-hmm. because I do enjoy a nice little jaunt through Ikea. I, I like cutting do. through the secret passageways. Like they have this, if you've never been in an Ikea, it's weird. It's like there's one entrance and it has like a layout and a flow that is supposed to force you to go through yeah. a certain path throughout the entire store. You
1: follow the dots on the floor.
0: And you can go off to one side or the other, but there's sort of like a forced mm-hmm. flow.
1: It's like arrows but telling you where to go.
0: If you're like me, you don't listen what the man tells you about where you go in a store, and you see the little secret doorways that go from one side of the store to the other, and you sneak through those and you bypass the crowd and miss most of the merchandise in the store, but you did complete completely completely
1: defeating the purpose of going to IKEA.
0: Well, I really only go there to look at their knives.
1: Knives.
0: And light fixtures.
1: Yeah, I do like their light fixtures. And shelving. We used to have some really cool ones in our old house.
0: If you're a board gamer, then you know and appreciate Calix. Ikea yeah. shelving the Kalex or yeah. Calyx, in particular, mm-hmm. probably the most popular board gaming shelving system. We have those and. In We do have them and they're amazing and it stores our board games. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be one more cryptid for tonight's show. So would you like to do this one?
1: For this last one, you might want to bring along some Axe Body Spray.
0: Are you saying I smell bad? Yes. You know, I literally took a shower like 20 minutes ago.
1: If you are wandering around in the Florida Everglades, you may run into the Florida Skunk Ape, also known as the Swamp Cabbage Man. That's how I know him. Or the Stink Ape or the Mayaka Skunk Ape. He is said to have been spotted in Florida, North Carolina, and Arkansas. Popular sightings were reported in the 1960s, around the time of the Bigfoot mania, but his origins date back to indigenous beliefs. He is described as an ape-like creature who walks on two legs. He is, of course, around seven feet tall and weighs a biscuit shy of 500 pounds.
0: That's a southern unit of measurement. Mm -hmm.
1: His name is derived from his repulsive odor. An odor that is blamed on living alongside alligators and other swamp associated creatures.
0: Why is he getting like so much of like a bad rep to an alligator? I thought they were cold blooded.
1: I know, like I never thought of alligator smelling.
0: I think that an alligator probably smells better than our dog. (laughs) You think? (laughs) If I got up close to one. I I wouldn't recommend it. So yeah.
1: There were so many reported sightings in the sixties and seventies that there was an attempt in 1977 to legally protect the skunk
0: ape. I sort of have a feeling that I know the people that would probably yeah. have put that petition forward. Yeah, it
1: didn't happen. The skunk ape's popularity is kept alive today by a man named Dave Sheely, described as a skunk ape evangelist.
0: That would make an interesting business card, for it sure.
1: would. He's lived in the area all his life and had his first encounter with a creature around the age of 10, According to Sheely,
0: It was walking across the swamp, and my brother spotted it first. But I couldn't see it over the grass. I wasn't tall enough, Sheely says. My brother picked me up, and I saw it, about 100 yards away. We were just kids, but we'd heard about it and knew for sure what we're looking at. It looked like a man, but completely covered with hair. I've seen this guy when we were on a cruise. You did? I've seen the skunk ape. You remember oh, on the cruise? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. When they had Our friend hairy, Mikey was yeah.
0: there, and we couldn't talk him into getting in the competition. The but we contest. saw this particular creature was on a cruise to the to Bahamas. To the Bahamas. <laughs> it's been proven. I didn't have a camera on me at the time, of course.
1: <laughs> of course but. not. Of course, Sheely had several more sightings, and in 2000, he captured what he claims to be the skunk ape on film. But if you watch the video, it looks suspiciously
0: it up here like somewhere. a
1: man in a Bigfoot costume. The camera's all shaky and it's a guy and he's like he's trying to claim that the guys that the Bigfoot's moving 22 miles per hour, but he's just moving like a normal man. It's completely... So it sort of
0: feels like something to be on an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you got to watch the video.
0: Okay, so he swears it's real, and he operates the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters <laughs> in the great city of Ochopee, Florida. He claims to have evidence, including footprints of the Skunk Ape. He offers tours and campouts in the Everglades.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pass on the camping in the Everglades.
0: Yeah, but while you're there, you can pick up a skunk ape t-shirt or a commemorative shot glass. Yeah, I'd like a shirt and a shot glass. You can also check out Sheely's menagerie of 10-foot-long pythons and talking parrots. Wow, this sounds fun. Sightings of the skunk ape continue to this day, and Sheely is doing his part to proselytize his belief in this legendary creature.
1: And this is supposed to be a picture, an actual picture, of the skunk ape captured in 1997.
0: I honestly don't see any reason to not believe this. I
1: don't either. It looks good to me. I'm sold. (laughs) I really want one of those shirts, though. I'm going to see if he's got a website. I want one, too. Okay.
0: So, get us some shirts. Okay. So, that will do it for episode number nine of our Cryptid series, and next episode... I think I know what comes we're next. We're going to be talking about the great state of what comes after F. G. Which would be... Georgia. Probably Georgia. <laughs> and who knows what kind of cryptids we have here. I actually have no clue. I can't believe we don't have
1: one on Tybee. We might. We might even know him.
0: Or them. Yeah. As in plural.
1: Yeah, we do know some weirdos.
0: Yeah, we do know about the void. We should talk about yeah, that. The void, the void mm-hmm. which is now a candy store, but it used to it be used to really
1: be a place you disappeared. Unique.
0: Yeah, yeah, you disappeared, and especially with this one dude that looked homeless and. Uh,
1: but he I, wasn't.
0: We, I know a cryptid. Oh yeah. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Oh,
1: you're gonna leave me hanging. We're
0: gonna leave our viewers hanging, but okay. we'll talk about it next episode. Okay. So we'll see you next time.